Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Good afternoon, St. Louis. DJS on KMOX. Happy Thursday. Happy fall. It's How nice. dark was it this morning when you woke up in your bedroom? It was incredible. Right? It was so dark. I thought it was like 3 a.m. <laughs> I know. That's exactly how I felt. I like it. It's nice. Um, I witnessed uh, two acts of uh, rudeness oh. among my coworkers. Oh, sorry about that. Uh, one, One's you. Uh, I'll, I'll come back to you. Yes. Uh, one was when Amy and Chris were walking Don't out. Go. I didn't know. I thought she was right there. Oh, whatever. I thought you were right there. I loved it. Because... These guys travel with a lot of cargo. You guys have a lot of chicken. Yeah. Like, yeah. just on a daily basis. Chicken and hats and banjo players. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> and today they just had chicken and a banjo player. And Amy was carrying it all out, and Ron let the door close on her. And our door's like 400 pounds. <laughs> yeah. That made me giggle. I didn't know. I thought she was right. I know. You know. It's girls. And... Um, <laughs> But at but at lunch, no one mentioned this at lunch. Yeah. Uh, when so Andrew went to Costco. We'll be hearing I don't know a couple hours worth of that today. And um, he very sweetly, very unexpectedly, bought me a hoodie, a uh, gray hoodie. Says Puma on it. Mm-hmm. I will be wearing this hoodie. I love it. Looks like it's going to fit me well. And uh, and Wheels go. Wheels goes. Oh, did you get that at Costco? And he goes, Yeah. And he goes, What it costs? Four dollars. Oh my god! It's a Costco Wheels. joke. <laughs> Everything's cheap Heaven. there. Uh, I know, right? You're so rude. No, he wheels. overextended himself. I think for I that said eight dollars, by the way. But either way, <laughs> you said four. Oh, no, you said it's four. a Costco <laughs> joke. <laughs> well, I apologize. Was it free? <laughs> He apologized. Everything air is cheap. It's the whole point. Uh, what did they the, pay the, to take that piece of crap? But then I had to say what I spent because I was like, well, I don't I don't want Dave to actually think I only spent four. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's not God. the point. I know it's, it's not, not the, the, I know the, it's point, not the point. point. It's not. It's the a point cool is, sweatshirt. You were at the store mm-hmm. and you saw that and you thought of Dave. Your friend Dave. Yeah. You Sweet. thought of your friend Dave. He did. Yeah. You're a good man. And he I missed around and I had 20 quarters and I thought, aha, perfect. Oh, that's I had a friend that used to do that at bars. He'd go up to he'd go up to women and say, "Can I buy you a drink?" And they they yeah sure. And then he'd pull out a bunch of change out of his pocket oh my God. and he'd start counting it. It was the best. That's, uh, that's funny. That's, that's pretty so awesome. Good. And so by the good. way, how'd that work? 20. 
Oh, sweet. Andrew loaned, loaned me 20 to buy Powerball last night, and I didn't have it in me to go buy Powerball. Oh, so no? I was so happy when I heard no one won. What's <laughs> it at now? You get a, you get a like 1.4. Oh, I thought, okay. Do you, wanna, do you want to hold on to it and buy lottery tickets? Um, <laughs> no, then you'll sue me for it. So, you know. <laughs> I know I'm over here like, like are you, are you I sh- bought that ticket. <laughs> are you sure you don't want to buy lottery You win a $1.4 billion jackpot. Yep. How much do you give Andrew? Uh, you mean like in general or because he gave me the money to fund it? Just in general. Just in general. Um, boy, we used to do this on the show a lot when Trish was on the show. Yeah. Um, Trish had like a physical flow chart where people do <laughs> yeah, move up yeah, and down. Yeah. One million dollars you never hear if from I, if I <laughs> If I walked away like 500 million, okay. uh, pretty much everyone that's semi-close to me gets at least a million. And then other yeah, people nice. would get like three to five million. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. I yeah. co-sign on that. Yeah. And I mean, if I, you know, I would only give the kids like 20 a piece, like right now, because the conversation we had yesterday. Mm. Um, yeah. So that's kind of how I would do it. Yeah. So I thought about it. It's a lot of money, man. I mean, Hell yeah. how many Someone, people do you know? One of you guys gave me, and I don't, I would make it tax-free. I think that's a classy move. Like Clooney did. Like Clooney did. Yeah. Yeah, if one of you guys won and gave me a million bucks, you kidding me? Nice. But that's, that's life-changing. I've, I've, because whenever I think of these fantasies, then it goes in like a, I go down like a dark rabbit hole where it's like, wait a minute, if you just give somebody out of nowhere, like, like a normal person, like $50 million or whatever, like, could it ruin their life? Could they like? Could they find a side of themselves oh, that sure. they didn't know was there before? Like, uh, and just but like, indulge most people and will take that indulge. chance. Yeah, I'll take yeah. the risk. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, well, well. What are we here? <laughs> now, how many people would you say you know? Two. Like, no, not just like our I mean, acquaintance, like on that with, list? but like friends and family, like people that you would consider. Like I would do a favor for you if you asked, or you're related to me, because it's it can't in most cases it can't be more than a, I mean a high end a couple hundred right? Oh gosh, I was thinking. I mean, hundred. I'm saying if if you had a big family, like I got a big family, if I picked you, you could give away two hundred million dollars and still have three hundred million. Yeah. Did you guys see the story? Uh, Jay Z's cousin asked him for forty eight hundred dollars, and I don't know how much money Jay Z had, but someone did the math and they said that's the equivalent of asking someone who makes fifty thousand dollars a year for a dime. Wow! And Jay Z said no. Mm. (laughs) Well, he didn't. Do we know anything about this person? What he wanted it for? No, I I just like you know read that summary and thought like okay. I mean, Mm. I'm sure they put it out there on purpose to make Jay Z look bad. I'm sure there's something behind it. For him or, to be like, although, you're my cousin, not. and I'm not helping. Yeah, you out. but I mean, the if he had given consensus. that guy money before, like here's four million or whatever, or if the guy's a drug addict or whatever, I think I can see there are reasons to say no. Yeah, yeah. evidently Oprah sat down with the people in her life, and uh, after trying, just hey, here's some money, and then they'd come back, and she made them all sign contracts, wow. and like this is it, this is all you're gonna get, and I think they still complained I, I think that if you want a lot of money it would be the best thing and one of the worst things because you would see sides mm-hmm. of people that you mm-hmm. didn't expect money messes people up and it destroys relationships and i'm like i said i'm not saying i wouldn't take the risk if i won the lottery but it is i think you're exactly right you'd be disappointed at seeing really mm-hmm. ugly sides of people so i gotta hire a no guy yeah. <laughs> first yeah. thing i do is a, is a you guy would be a great no guy oh, oh yeah, yeah. You Rod, wanna, will you be no. my no guy yeah, yes, that's the only you time can, I'll say yes. You could walk into every room, like a boardroom, sit down and go, <laughs> nope. oh boy. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no boy. Uh, he sent in the so Ranj. 
people all day been asking me for money. That's that's how this <laughs> day is going. Because you, he'd walk in with his glasses and, and his hat. He'd be, be cleaning his glasses. Relatively like, oh, pleasant. Boy, and then he'd be like, he'd do the point and go, no. And he <laughs> would do that, hammer. do that we point. We need to build a new facility for the children. No. <laughs> Ron viciously kills a, a board meeting and then goes, all right, well, as he stands that's up. exactly what I would do. All right. I'll see you. Yes. Well, I'll be all seeing right. you. Uh, <laughs> Get uh, you all around. We, I'll look the sun's out. We need your help. So every year we do something Halloween-y, and for about 20 years we would do these big productions where we would go to haunted houses. Uh, was the last one the Sally House? Mm-hmm. No, the last place we went to was Jefferson Barracks. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Um, and I'm going to be really honest with you. We, I'm not t- trying to take credit. Like, we in- invented ghost hunting, so we didn't. But we've been doing it since 2001. And that's a lot of ghost hunting. And we've done a lot of shows like that. I'm not saying we're never going to again. But I'm just... I've done it. I've done it a lot, and so I didn't want to do that again. We are planning a Bigfoot hunt. You guys are invited uh, for the spring, which I'm really looking forward to. And uh, here's the great thing about a Bigfoot hunt, and I, I mean this because you guys know I'm all into this. That typically, when people uh, have encounters, they're not trying. You just go camping, play some music. That's all you do. And then here comes the squatch. Um, <laughs> so this year, what we're going to do, uh, some of you may remember about a year ago, just out of nowhere, about this time of year, I said, hey, if you guys have any spooky stories, give me a call. And Wheels, you'll remember this, like, for an hour, people were scaring our pants off. Yeah, uh, the one lady awesome. with the, the possession story, Rach, remember that? The one she girl? Watched, she watched The Exorcist, and then she oh. felt like she got possessed. It was really scary. Mm-hmm. So we've set up a portal, an email, and we're looking for you guys to send us a paragraph or so. Uh, these are things that really happened to you, not like a, a little your idea for a novel or a television series, things that really happened to you. And then if it's really good, we'll contact you. Uh, we'll get on Zoom. I'll interview you. And then the week of Halloween, we're going to present those like 4.30 p.m. to 5 or 4 to 5, whatever we can haggle out of Steve. And uh, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I think it's, it'll be very textured and very different and not just the classic like, oh, we went to Haunted House. Oh, my God. Wiggins is possessed. <laughs> <you know? laughs> Did he, came back, he came back different. Yeah, he came, came back, back different. different. <laughs> so is that set up yet? Yes. Yeah, it's up on the Dave Glover Show Facebook page. If you'd like to take a look, you can email us a short summary of your story at dgshalloween at gmail.com. Very good. Um, speaking of scary, can you relate what you had last night for dinner? Yes. Uh, so I went to Costco, as, uh, as you already oh, mentioned. Oh, by the way, I told Rachel, I didn't tell you guys this. Um, we talked about Costco a lot at lunch because Andrew brought in a Costco full chicken, chicken. Yep. and then cut it with a murder knife. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> and uh, about every third TikTok that I watched in my office after that was Costco. Really? really? Yes. So We're it's listening. listening to you. It has to be. Oh. I don't belong to Costco. I've never been to a Costco. I've never had a TikTok about it. But as soon as I finished that lunch, it was like, hey, today at Costco, blah, blah, blah. That's wild. Not as soon as spooky, I went. Spooky, right? Do not like that. Britney Spears dancing with the huge knife on the... Uh, she said they weren't real knives. Chicken. They were... Uh, come on. She said they were, uh, you know, fake knives because Halloween is coming up. Where would ah. she have gotten two giant fake knives? I guess she's Britney Johnny Spears. Johnny Brock's probably. Yeah. yeah. She can do whatever she <laughs> Probably. Wants. Uh, yeah, where would where would she ever? <laughs> it's not like she's a millionaire or anything. Yeah. She has no she access to those. Probably don't have those on products? Amazon or anything How like that. Afford those? Um, so I I have become obsessed with the Costco hot dog. 
our our good friend. Insurance mutual. Yeah, our good friend <laughs> Close was obsessed with them as well, and now I totally see why. Uh, so we went and uh, we did a little shopping last night, my wife and I, and then we went and had the hot dog and soda deal. Um, I told her to get three hot dogs, thinking that that would certainly be enough to to feed the two of us. It wasn't at all because I took two of the hot dogs, of course. So so she, she had one hot dog to herself, all to herself, uh, while I ate the other two. You know the best thing about Costco? You can have as many hot dogs as you want, and nobody says anything to you. Oh, yeah. Hey, they didn't say anything, although they did give me a weird, they thought I was stealing food because then I had to go back up, and I ordered a slice Dude, of pizza for myself. You are always being accused of stealing or cheating Constantly. Or that's where he thinks he is. Like he'll well, be like he thinks that they think that I was stealing food. And I'm like, did they really? Or are you projecting onto them? That- <laughs> I had to show a receipt for this one. Oh, okay. <laughs> the hot dog. Well, that's yeah, yeah. Well, so when I went back up after I we got the three hot dogs, then I went back up. I ordered a slice of pizza. Um, my wife had also said that she wanted something else, but I forgot that when I got up there because I was so busy <laughs> thinking about the pizza. <laughs> He's like yeah, pizza, 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 pizza. Because we said I should try the pizza. It is good. And so I got a slice of pizza, ordered, the whole thing went through, and then I remembered, oh, I should get something for her too. So I saw that they had churros. And she never had a churro before, but mm-hmm. she always wanted to try them. And a lot of times they have milk. These didn't. So I got her a, uh, I got her a churro, and I had to order that totally separately, the whole thing. So the person yelled out the order for my pizza, and I took it, and I was like, thank you so much. And then I went and... Uh, oh, what is it like in his head? <laughs> I don't know. She called out for the churro, and then I went back, and she was like... I still had the pizza in my hand. She's like, uh, can I see your receipt? Because she was like holding it away from me. Because I clearly she thought oh. I was trying to just grab whatever order was coming up. Because they don't check receipts, typically. They just say, you know, order 100, and then you go grab whatever it is. How's that hit you? I, I thought that she was going to do it, because I was holding a pizza in my hand, and she's like, there's no way he would be so stupid to, in immediate succession, order two different things on two different orders. Who can't figure out the extremely easy touchpad on which you order <laughs> Okay. And I had to take... That's quite a story. I had to take two You should work on it. the screenplay for that. <laughs> I'm going to submit Maybe it. a musical. I'm submitting it to DGS That's my Halloween That's my churro. <laughs> yeah, please do. There's, there's day one. 121 DGS. Not sure if you guys watched much cable last night or if you'll agree with my assessment, but I watched quite a bit and I was quite happy to see people who, most of them whose names I'd never heard, uh, who seemed to me to be like normal mainstream Republicans. And it was not lost on me that the only reason I'm now seeing and hearing from you is because of what happened with Kevin McCarthy. That if it were just business as usual, no one from CNN, Fox, NBC cares about you. You're someone they see walking down the hall and they just go, yeah, not this guy. And then here comes some idiot circus clown and they're like, get, get, get her, get him. Uh, but that made me feel good to hear from people like, a, you know, person after person who just seemed like normal, conservative, not crazy people. Uh, you feel me? Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe uh, cable news should book people like that more often. No kidding. It made me feel personally better. I I agree with you, but I wonder how many people are willing to speak like that because right now they're all upset. Right now they're all mad because Matt Gates did something they don't like, and now they're speaking out against it. But typically, does anybody do anything that the rest of them don't like? Which, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think they do, but I think this was particular particularly egregious because he went after one of their own 
That and just it was so blatantly and transparently self-serving. It was openly disregarding any duty to country or to his constituents. It was completely self-serving and gross. And I think it just that gross. He's fundraising on it. I know, but that's what I mean. I think that emboldened people to speak out because there was no justifying it. Yeah, but some of those people spoke on after January 6th and then they walked it right back and got scared again, including Kevin McCarthy. So I don't, I I will believe it when I see it for more than a minute and a soundbite on TV. Like when it, when your actions back it up, then I'll believe you because that could be performative as well. Like, see, I'm not a crazy person. But in the end, if you just go back and fall in line, well, then you're not helping. They're showing statistics on Matt Gaetz um, that he's like the 176th most conservative out of the, the house. He's like the 177th most successful at getting things passed. But he was first in uh, media. And they showed that in the last week or whatever it was, he had had 106,000 mentions on television and the congressperson from the uh, the area right next to him in Florida had had 374. Like, mm-hmm. Think about that. Yeah. Just just being an idiot. Just just being, you know, a narcissist. And it is incredible. We played uh, the sound from uh, Mark Wayne Mullen yeah, out, yeah. Of, out of Oklahoma who went to CNN yesterday afternoon and said, you know, this is a guy who was just accused of uh, being a child predator or whatever I'm paraphrasing. And, like and it's going out with an underage girl, yeah, underage, girl underage girl. And, you know, those charges were dropped. But it's kind of amazing that a person who faced that kind of um, charge mm-hmm. is as popular as Gates is now. Well, but he also, like, what, what, we used to shout people like that away. He was also saying that they hadn't that a lot of Republicans hadn't supported him when he was showing them videos and pictures of all the girls that he had slept with and all of these just bizarre stories. Yeah, didn't Mullen say that that he, that Gates bragged about like crushing up ED oh, yeah. pills and just going with to town? With an energy drink. Yeah, with an energy yeah. drink. Yeah, I agree with Raj. I don't know when because. It hasn't been that long ago that he and Santos and Marjorie Taylor Greene and and most of them would have just been like, okay, dismissed. You you got elected, so why don't you just sit in the corner for the next four years? Um, But I guess it's it's you know it's like clickbait. It's their human clickbait. Yeah. Yeah, and the media falls for it by platforming them. I mean, Gates was on every show the past, and I get it. I mean, he's trying to take down the Speaker of the House. So what are you going to do? Not book him, but. If he's such a joke and such a laughing matter, then why would CNN put him on the airwaves? Because they're so choosy about when to cut away from certain speeches mm-hmm. and stuff. It's like, hmm, you're obviously just making a decision for ratings right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've always thought of, okay, so the house is supposed to be like the hot house, the crazy, there's 800 of us, whatever, and we're nuts. And then the Senate's supposed to be like the deliberative body and the grown-ups. There's only 100 of them. And like, hey, that's really cute house. But now we'll take it over. The grown-ups are on this. And I always thought of Democrats, Republicans like that. I've always kind of thought of Democrats as being like the teenagers in the house who are like, you know, it'd be great is if we could do this and this. And the <laughs> parents are like, well, you're too young. You don't understand the way the world works. We're the grown-ups here. And then at some point it just flipped. And that's one of the problems I have with the GOP is I liked it when they were like the Senate. I liked it when they were the staid, boring, pressed shirt, we're going to take this slow uh, party. And now to me, 
in circus time. And so it, it helped me a lot last night to see a few people who at least appeared to be normal people. I'm with Kevin, though. I'd like to see it extend beyond now and this week and that sentiment continue and something like a substantive change come out of it instead of just snapping back to the way it was two weeks ago, which is kind of how it feels like it's going to go because it's always gone that way. I don't, I don't know Scalise that well. Uh, I, I just feel like if Jim Jordan is the next speaker, it's it's going to be worse. Yeah. You know, is it true? I, I, I can't tell if this I tried to find it, but I didn't really find confirmation. So I don't want to say it as true. So I'm asking it as a question. Is it true that Jim Jordan has never written a piece of legislation that got passed? I've heard that. I saw that yesterday in a couple places either. and I was like, that can't be true. And if it is, what, what are yeah. you doing? Yeah. Like <laughs> that's the job. The job is passing legislation. You've written nothing that got through. No, the job is wearing a clean, crisp white shirt <laughs> with no jacket and a tie. That's his thing. Um, I'm not. He, he doesn't do it for me, man. He just really doesn't. I agree with you, Dave. The other day, you said it's his energy. It's something about his energy, and I think there's substance behind reasons I don't like him, um, like the stuff when he was at Ohio. Uh, I just I I can't get behind people like that and yeah. like him. 134 DGS and Cam Wax. We'd like to be a part of the Halloween show this year. If you have a good spooky story, uh, where do they go, Rachel? I should write this down. <laughs> if you have a good spooky story, you can check out our post on the Dave Glover Show Facebook page, or you can email us a short summary of your story at DGSHalloween at gmail.com. Very cool. Then I'll come to your house and with a news. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> Alternative facts. Okay, so these are some facts, some commonly believed facts, in quotes, that are actually completely false. So these are little things that you hear and you think, oh, that sounds good, but it's not actually true. It's not real. Uh, How many of us believe that most of the oxygen we breathe comes from trees? Me. (laughs) I thought 100% of it came from trees. (laughs) I think it comes from, like, algae. I literally was scared that uh, if... uh, if uh, all the trees get cut down that we will then like Suffocate. instantly suffer. Well, it wouldn't like, be. I say if they all like get cut down, it's not going to be good. In space, but yeah, yeah it's if not going to be good. Get cut down, we have other issues <laughs> yeah, going it's, on. It's not going to be good. Dave is actually closest. The majority of the oxygen we breathe comes from marine plants. So hey. good hey. job. Now it came so, from the air. So like underwater plants. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. So how how does it get? Above the gas water. Rises. I think that's above your pay grade there, Chief. <laughs> it is. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Let's just, I, I know nothing about how that you can, one. You can sit on my lap after unbreak and I'll tell you a story about undersea life. <laughs> what is happening? Okay. How many of us believe, how many of us have heard that daddy long legs are the most venomous spiders in the world? Ooh, I but can't wait for this one. Yeah. Their fangs just aren't big enough to spread venom. Yes. I've like, never I've heard, heard that. that. I've yeah. heard it's that they're coated with a poison. Not so much if they bite you, but that they're like coated with a poison. Oh, don't eat them. No, I've definitely, right. I've definitely heard this quote unquote fact. I said before. this really? to my wife yesterday. Yeah. Oh, they freak me out. <laughs> yesterday. Yeah. Oh, we were just thick with them in South Roxana. So they cut down all the trees. But they can't. <laughs> they're everywhere. What is it? Was it that their mouths are too small to bite humans? Is that what it says? That's what. So yeah. That's what the commonly accepted. <laughs> I've never heard that. Never heard it either. Saying is, but it's it's not true. There are actually three different bugs that we can consider daddy long legs. Two of them aren't even actually spiders, and they're not venomous at all. They just look like mm. you know what you know as a daddy long leg. The one that is a spider. A, a cellar spider does not have particularly potent venom. So that's just a lie. Ah, that's just a, a tale that we tell each other. Just an, a, a literal lie. That's 
Uh, that's great. <laughs> Andrew sounds hurt. Yeah, you're living and dying he's with like, this. He's like, I, damn it. It's a fun, little, all of fun little segment. I, I thought, thought they were for, deadly. Yes, I've thought these for years. I literally, I'm not kidding. I said it to my wife yesterday. I've told this we story saw before. One and I was like, guess what? <laughs> this just lives in my brain. When I was probably eight or nine, well, no. that, I, that It would have been understandable at eight. I was probably 13. And I was at my <laughs> grandma's farm. And uh, they would just turn me loose. They would just be like, yeah, just try not to get killed. And there was a well that was just covered with a piece of wood. And they're like, yeah, you'll die if you even look in there. <laughs> so I'm just out there by myself living my life. And there was a praying mantis sitting on the railing going up the porch. And I think it was one, two, five weeks that I just stood there staring at the mantis and him staring at me. And I couldn't, I just couldn't cipher how to get around him. <laughs> and I just remember that so well. He, he just looked me like, dead in the eye. I guess I'm going in the well. Take <laughs> <laughs> my chances with the well. Okay, who here has heard that Albert Einstein failed math? Yeah, I heard he didn't talk till he was four either. It's, it's not think, true. I think I heard that he, like, he struggled in eighth grade math, and his mom helped him or something. Yeah, it was something about math in eighth grade. So uh, Einstein is actually quoted as saying, I have never failed in mathematics. Before I was 15, I had mastered differential and integral calculus. So it's just not true. It's just another lie. No need to dunk Einstein. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, eat that, dummies. (laughs) I like that someone read that and missed never and then was like, wow, (laughs) he always failed. I heard that he was covered in poison. And if you ate him, you would die. And he had a really tiny mouth and couldn't bite a human. He couldn't bite a human. <laughs> Have any of us heard that hair and nails keep growing I know after I've heard you that die? One. I know this yeah. one. Definitely heard it. Definitely know it's not true, that. though. Yeah, yeah, I've heard that one. I've never Can I guess why that. what it is actually? Sure. Uh, it's that the skin retracts. Yep. And it makes oh. your nails and your teeth look longer. Oh, yep. interesting. Yep. Dave nailed it. Huh. Um, yeah. I like this. I like this. Ooh, that was awful, <laughs> Kevin. God, don't Kevin do that. Just made a face. <laughs> he made a skull face. He made the face. Yeah. Damn. I used to hear this all the time as a kid. If you swallow gum, it'll stay in your body for seven, seven years. Oh, yeah. yeah, I never believed it though. I thought there's lions. It's like yeah. nine. So it actually, you know, gum probably passes through slower than most food, but eventually it will be digested. And it's, no, it's not going to stay in your body for seven years on the dot. So there's been a hundred billion souls. Now, not everyone had bubble gum. (laughs) But has anyone ever blown a bubble out their butt in the history of humanity? (laughs) It's got to be one. It's got to be one guy. the placement of the gum, you know what I mean, would have to be perfect. But look at all the times we've had that opportunity. Yeah, I've, I've never Google looked, it. but sometimes it's felt like it, you know? The Blowing gum will have, <laughs> <laughs> have to not want to come out. <laughs> Same. <laughs> Good job, Ron. Uh, uh, Kevin, let's... don't make that face now, please. <laughs> <laughs> Here's my last one. Okay. So all of us think that sugar causes hyperactivity. I know when I'm watching my nieces and stuff, if they start acting hyper, it's like, oh, the, the cake just kicked in. But this is a myth. <laughs> Uh, it was popularized in the late 1970s, and there was there was one study that supported it, but uh, stimulant drugs were being popularized for treatment of hyperactivity and ADHD at the time, and many parents preferred the idea of managing their child's hyperactivity through a change in diet rather than through a medication. Hmm. Another so that lie. Seems, seems like a long way around yeah. to yeah. justify, oh, sugar makes them And hyper. also, I feel like that lie probably has 
caveats because I think anybody who's eaten like a healthy diet, like with protein and vegetables versus just junk or a lot of sugar, like you can tell when you eat sugar because you feel your blood sugar going up and down. Like you feel that crash and that energy. So there's got to be something that's not exactly a high, but that can be explained. Mm -hmm. So Wheels, uh, Drew Barrymore had a setback. Did you guys see this? I did. Mm-mm. So the the three Writers Guild of Association America writers on her staff quit. Oh, because no. of how she handled the whole strike. Good. So and I'm mean, again. So if you're the uh, those three would be like the three lead writers right. if you're in that position. Like those are the top ones. So they're leaving the show because of her willingness to to support and where going you on find without people them. who can do segments like what if Drew were a brownie. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Was Wait, that a real what? one? No, that's just the kind yeah. of stupid, I mean, stupid stuff What they do. kind of brownie would Drew be? Can, can I say this, though? I've thought this since I was a kid. Like, I used to fake being sick and stay home all the time. Uh, and as a kid, it struck me, and I was just watching What the Hell Ever is on with Jerry O'Connell and Drew. It's clear that the media thinks that if you're home during the day watching television, you're stupid. They definitely treat it right? that way, yeah. There's just no way there's no way around that. Mm-hmm. And it was like that when I was a kid in the seventies. It was just all dumb stuff. Yeah. At least some of that dumb stuff was like game shows and silliness as opposed to I don't know, people that are like Drew does you you joked about we I, you made me turn the TV off because yeah. that TV has her on it because she's always doing something weird mm-hmm. like crawling around on the floor yeah, and he's like on the floor a lot I know lot. it's very odd or like kneeling in front of a guest like oh you're the best I I don't get it at all and I also don't get why anyone who works in that business would ever do what she did when it comes to just like I'm yep we're going back to work screw these guys I mean. All, all of the people that are working in those positions have to rely on people in those various trade associations, whether it's SAG or, or WGA, and there are different unions that have different deals. I know it's hard to keep up with everything, but you're just so low when you go past them. Isn't there something about, correct me if I'm wrong, maybe you know the details, something about her mother a long, decades ago tried to do, not union busting, but but tried to uh, thwart efforts from a union? Hmm. Something uh, uh, something to that effect. I had not heard it. Yeah, there's a thing there, a history in the family. But, I mean, I don't know. You, like, you play the role of the, I'm the nice one. And then all you're going to do is turn your back on some of your most important employees when they're out there asking you for your support. Damn. No, 149, Dean Jansen, KMOX. If you're new to the show and it seems weird, uh, it is. And if it seems like it goes up and down and from silliness to seriousness, it does. Uh, it's what we've done for going on 24 years now because I have no training at this. Uh, I was a lawyer, hated it, got into radio serendipitously. What's the word? Surreptitiously. There you go. And uh, I didn't know what I was doing. And so I just put together the kind of show I thought I'd like to listen to. And that's what you're listening to now. So I hope you embrace it and stick with us long enough to like it. Um, how about Menendez? His wife killed a dude. Did you see this? <laughs> yeah, like, like five years ago. Yeah. And it's all like on body cam. And so, and, and I was watching it this morning and she's talking to the cop and it's just like, she, she goes, yeah, he just came running out of nowhere and jumped on my windshield. That sounds like a jumped on sounds my like a Leslie Nielsen comedy or something. Now, in fairness, that does happen sometimes. People trying to get insurance money, but she refused to, if I'm, if I've got this right, refused to give her phone yeah. to the officer because the first thing they do is check. 
the time and see if you were texting, yep, yep. Uh, looking at email or whatever, while if you were distracted while you were driving, and she refused to do that, I believe. And it wasn't the cop, maybe a friend of his that showed up? Something like that. Yeah. They certainly didn't look into it too, too very far. Anyway, Chuck Schumer refusing to tell that guy to resign... Yeah. Is really irritating to me because you have all these other Democrats in the Senate and the House who have said, Mm -hmm. dude, you've got to quit. You have to quit. And Chuck Schumer says, well, that's conduct unbecoming. No, tell him to go away. We can get rid of Al Franken for his saucy photos that he had. I mean, why can't we get rid of this guy who's, you know, hoarding gold bars in his home? (laughs) Come on. I saw an, an interesting thought. I think it was this morning, some pundit. Uh, not a pundit, it was a congressperson who was lamenting the whole Matt Gates and ousting McCarthy. And he said, look, uh, the United States is not even close to being a good place to do business because it's cheap. We're not like China. We pay our people. Labor costs are high. It's very expensive to run a company in the United States of America. Do you know why people do it, even from foreign countries? It's because we're stable. It's because we have stability. We're the United States of America. And this kind of stuff takes away from that. So if you're very expensive and crazy, no (laughs) one's going to want to do business here. And I thought, what a great point. Mm -hmm. So simple. You've probably had a few girlfriends like that, right? Good Lord, man. (laughs) Why is she going (laughs) to... You know, you're I'm, always telling me about them. You're asking. I'm just trying to have a good day over here. <laughs> Let's try to have a good day over here. <laughs> Making sure we're on. Very expensive <laughs> and crazy. Dave, mom and dad are fighting again. Come on, man. <laughs> I'm not sure that's mom and dad. No, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Definitely I really not. like Chris's line of, I'm just trying to have a good day. <laughs> and Amy yeah. is somehow preventing yeah. that. Let me live, Amy. <laughs> I'm going to start doing that anytime you want to, I get criticized on anything. I'm just going to be like. So, Andrew, you're sort day. of like. Kramer to their Jerry and Elaine. Yeah, he busts yeah. in that door. Yeah, yeah. so you witnessed this dynamic. Who's typically telling the truth? That is a really good question. Uh, so Chris is the most more likely to like go out of nowhere. Like he'll just go like, "Hey, Amy, I just want you to know you're really stupid. And everyone hates you." <laughs> He's also the most likely to like if he feels like he hasn't been get- getting enough attention or something, he'll like throw something at Amy and like. <laughs> He's not he's not the best thrower, so he'll like throw a bottle and like fuck her in the head or something, and then she'll go like, "Where was that?" <laughs> and then that sets off a whole thing. Is there someone on the other side of this comma? Or? Uh, well, I mean, Amy will Amy will do stuff like that sometimes. Like, like, like. I didn't turn your mic off, David Glover. Do hmm. you believe him? Yeah. Uh, I always add about 30% spice to the stories he tells. So, yeah. yeah. He's, he's telling I, I would, the truth. He, he, grab, he, like, he really? will grab like, my head or my shoulder, and he's always going like... He does. <laughs> he does. Chris, Chris will get very... He my head. Chris like, will get very physical with Amy in a way that I'm afraid he's going to cause harm at some point. No. Like, not trying to, just like, you know... That's uh, that's a bit far. Because when yeah. you pulled See? the... Thanks, Kevin. There's yeah. the 30% You're spice. You're not there! Thanks, Kevin. Explain it, Andrew. Explain I was there for every day for seven months, man. Thanks, Kevin. Got, no, <laughs> He's always Andrew's grabbing side. her and rattling her around. Or then he'll yank the chair. Around. He yanked the chair the other day and <laughs> yeah. she fell out of it onto the ground. That did happen. That's, that's, not, the totally, first, that's, that's not the first time either. <laughs> that one is true. Oh, but, oh, but everything <laughs> yeah. I'm saying is yeah. wrong, Kevin. I didn't say everything. Is there anything on Amy's side of the balance sheet? Yeah, Amy is more likely to do something like it. Like in front of like our boss, Steve Moore, or something like that like what like chris will say like that like chris will say like 
expensive and crazy, and then Amy will just go like, yes, yeah, sounds like all your girlfriends, all your mini ex-girlfriends who didn't love you, or something like over the top like that, that'll make you go like, where is this coming I from? I only say that on the air. I never say it in front of our boss. She does say it on the air. <laughs> just now, actually. Yeah, you can't say the one thing Amy always does is like, that thing that she just did, she always says that. But you can't. You invade my personal space a lot. Oh, you sit in your corner <laughs> pretending to work, and then you go, hey, 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 are you listening? Hey, <laughs> I used to date this lady. Hey, hey, are you listening to what did I just say? What did I say back oh, to me? Say, what, say it back to me what I just said. Hey, dingus. Because she's not listening. <laughs> yeah, he will hit her with, she's he will not hit her listening. with that. He'll Eight. say something, and then she will, like, she'll go, like, okay. And then he'll go, like, now say it back to me so I know you actually are, were listening. <laughs> she does have a, a Amy, Amy has a talent. They're like, whoa, dude. Amy what has a talent. Listen? She has a talent of somehow recording things being said in her presence, but not actually listening to them. <laughs> so she can read back to you what you just said. Mm-hmm. She's like a court reporter. Who's yeah. like, oh, she's a, it's it's <laughs> unbelievable. She's not listening. It's a passive but she recording hears it device. And it goes in. Yes. It's like yes. Amazon. She goes back it's and like reads a, it. Amy's an Amazon Echo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just glad I have a witness when I inevitably get very injured and be like, well, "You're not. Gonna, you're fine." That's what he also says. You're she fell, fine. Well, that too. Like when Amy fell on the ground and when he yanked the chair and he, she fell and she was like, "Ow, that kind of hurt." And then Chris goes, "Shut up. You're fine." That was awesome. But then you did feel bad. I didn't think you were gonna fall. What did you think was gonna happen when you yanked the chair away? She's an athlete. I thought she'd be okay. <laughs> It was an opportunity for Amy to do something athletic. Yes. I thought she'd do a combat role. Well, she also claims to be the clumsiest person in the world. Yeah, that's true. She's a nice lady. This is usually the kind of stuff said in front of an HR person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but we're all just... He's treating her like a maraca. We're like, that's hilarious. <laughs> that's so great. Classic. This is, this is what makes you both so charming. Classic Chris. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 